Bruising Banner Podcast. Banner Podcast. Bruising Banner Podcast. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banner Podcast. I am your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, is the legendary Brew Crew. What up, fellas? I got water, I got, you know, juice or whatever. He's like, y'all need twin legs? <laughs> as a matter of fact, I do. to everybody is, does Delaware have an actual culture? This is the podcast that we talk about beer, but we also talk about a lot of things that's happening in the world. Politics, movies, anything really that comes to our mind while we're here. Sampling these brews. Grab a drink and pull up a chair. <laughs> What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banter Podcast, where the topic is the rocket and the brew. Well, that'd be the fuel. I'm your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, legendary brew crew. Well, one of them, at least. <laughs> <laughs> legendary uh, brew. <laughs> legendary brew member. Member. Of the That's brew. me. Um, I'm here. I'm chilling. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Uh, this is episode 166 of Bruising Banter Podcast. And for those listening, I'm glad that you have glad you are tuning in. If it's your first time, welcome. If it's your not your first time, welcome back. Well, watching on YouTube. Hi. <laughs> that's how you got to do YouTube, people. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's what works on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, higher pitches work on YouTube. That's what, that was a. I think they did a study on that or something like that. Not a study, but. Of course, like they say, higher pitches get more engagement mm-hmm. on YouTube. I'm not sure if that's accurate, it, but does, that's because uh, it sounds more friendlier. I, don't... I guess, but but it's if weird. You ever, if you ever watch, if you watch videos back to back, and even if it's different people, they all have the "Hi guys, welcome to our." Like they all have that same. That's true. Yeah, so I'm gonna try that. No, please don't. <laughs> um, Just be yourself. Yeah. Uh, before we get started, I do want to uh, shout out uh, the good folks at Human Robot and the Log Jamming uh, Festival that happened yesterday in Philadelphia or Sunday. I mean, Saturday uh, in Philadelphia, if you're listening on Tuesday. Uh, it happened on Saturday, June 4th um, at Cherry Street Pier. It was a good time. Uh, yeah. Shout out to all the brewers that came out and showcased their good loggers. Um, it's, not, it's, not, it's not all the time you get a logger fest that has a lot of loggers presented and just pretty much all loggers and well they had some i mean they had some other stuff so they had some saisons and stuff yeah they had a little different but most of the majority of it was loggers loggers yeah what's yeah. going on lou what up what up how y'all doing all right it's lou okay hey, lou I want you to. I want you to put them two buttons a little bit further apart. You do that a lot. <laughs> or they're right next to each other. That's why. Yeah. Move, move. Switch them out. Switch he always hit you with the 
buzzer right. first. <laughs> oh, oh, my bad, my bad. I'm like, what are they doing? I, I think sort of think he does it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I think so too. I think he secretly hates the Lou Belgium moniker, the Lou Belgium sign. But he made it. He made it. I did. So why would I hate it? I don't. I feel like you secretly don't like it. <laughs> you know, you can delete it and erase it and change it anytime you want. You don't have to just be uh, giving me the X every single time. Yeah. But I, pre- I do appreciate that you gave me the name. I do appreciate that you gave me the, uh, the, thing the little would be, soundball. It would be different if I pressed, your, pressed the Lou Belgium first, then went, uh, but the fact that uh, I didn't yeah, first. True, true. It, do, it does kind of seem like, it kind of seems like you playing us because you, you're making us think that you're faking it and you're making a mistake <laughs> by doing it in the beginning. But you do it in the beginning every time. So I kind of think it's a thing. Yeah, I think it's a thing with you now. I'll I just be guessing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, like lose here and <laughs> lose here. And then we really haven't used these buttons, so it's like, uh, it's been true. like two years. <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. Um, all right, had, we should have Lou Belgium segment again. Y'all want he know where the horn at on there? That's oh, he definitely he know where the congratulation horn is. He can do the he ain't even look. Yeah, <laughs> he can look at the board. I use that all the time. <laughs> that's the top one. You got to start doing Belgium a lot more than that's what that Yeah, I'm just randomly just start pressing it. <laughs> if I have a good statement, if I say something nice that y'all like, you just hit it up. Right, right, right. If or I say something, something you don't, don't like, like sure right, that I was told. <laughs> I know, because every time I say some shit, he be like, that was, oh, yeah, that was 302 Yoda. If you have any problems, email him. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, well, I want to get into the show. I want, don't want to bring our guest on, because we do have uh, two uh, fabulous guests to uh, bring on to the podcast. Yes, we um, do. Some people may know him as Jasmine and Drew. Others may know him as the Drew Happy Couple or Drew and Jasmine. <laughs> but others know them as Liquid Intrusion Brewing. So I want to bring them on to the podcast. Oh, man, they got choreography and everything. <laughs> That's awesome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's Thank going you. on? How y'all doing? Thanks for coming by. Oh, Thank anytime. You Thank us. you for having us. Yeah, no appreciate doubt, it. No doubt. Absolutely. Um, well, before we get in, <laughs> caught you, caught you. <laughs> uh, before we get into it, we always like to know what everybody is drinking on. So, what are we drinking today? And we always start with our guests. So, uh, Jasmine Drew, what are you drinking on today? We have DC Brown, uh, a collab with DC Brown Oscar Blues Brewery. Uh, smells like freedom. IPA at seven percent. Um, okay. This beer was released uh, when DC passed the uh, cannabis uh, rules and laws and all that stuff a couple years mm-hmm. back. It was a rarity one-off, and then you know, out of the blue, DC Brown said, "Hey, we're making this beer again." Um, back in my distributor days, um, when this released, it was kind of a very big deal in the city. So it's kind of nostalgic and all that stuff. So be able to, you know, for them to bring it back. And uh, my wife was allowed, allowed me to buy a case of it. So <laughs> thank you, Jasmine. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, all right. Um, Lou, what you drinking on? Oh, uh, man. Doctor's orders. I got high quality H2O today. No water. No, uh, no beer. And everybody knows what water tastes like. I'll pass me another. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, yo? Not doctor's orders, but Yoda's orders. I got water. 
<laughs> oh, really? That's what that bucket was? I thought that was beer. Yeah. I no, thought you no, were sipping no. on beer. No, you know I'll be drinking out my big bucket because I like to get the water in. Mine has some lemon in it and some lime. That's a mighty big bucket. Yeah, you know I'm like playing. a trough. This is my second one today. The cows do love the water, gents. Them kidneys, yeah, I know them kidneys is flushed. Yo, yesterday they after yesterday. That's true. Need to flush my whole life out. Mm. <laughs> will do that to you. Yeah. Do we know the pH levels of our water? Yeah. <laughs> Rob G. Yes, sir. Are you drinking beer today? Um, I'm holding a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I can go look. Give me a second. I can go yeah, grab a I beer. Grab a hold beer. beer. I can hold it. Oh, come on, guys! You're not gonna let us drink by ourselves. Come on, now. No, we're not. Liquid prevail. Rob, Rob. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I probably At will the drink base this. Base of all liquid. This is the uh, Electric Whiskers Double Hazy IPA from Attic Brewing out of uh, Philadelphia. Did you say Electric Whiskers? Yes. That's a name. It is. I don't know what the ABV is on here. It doesn't say. But I'm sure it's a a double IPA, so I'm assuming it's probably... Maybe eight? Seven, eight in that ballpark. Yeah, don't say it at all. You said what? 7.5 for good measure. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go, 7.5. I, I work with that. Yeah, so this is Electric Whiskers, a double hazy IPA. Um, I had it last night as well, so I already know what it tastes like um, at, at the after party. It's it's actually um, it's a great, I mean, it's, it's a hazy. Um, it's not not overly sweet, um, but it's, it is a, it's a good beer, so I will uh, pass me another, and I'll uh, crack it open before we uh, get out of here. <laughs> Because I also am drinking HTO. <laughs> <laughs> you caught it. You caught Yo, us on that's a bad a, day, guys. <laughs> Yo, that electric whiskers is at eight point five. Uh, I know it's something in that in that range. So maybe I'll go switch a beer and <laughs> not do that one. <laughs> no, nah, I probably still do it. <laughs> no, that's probably fine. I mean, it's all good. Um, all right. So everybody has their. Uh, Beverages. Some of us have in the liquid prevail. Some of us are not letting the liquid prevail. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I guess water is technically liquid. Yeah. I, that's what I was about to say. Like everything, water, ain't it? We prevail yeah, every I mean, day. Yeah. But this this is probably the first time all of us. The, at least yeah, I wasn't expecting that out of you two. I, I wasn't expecting that out of you two. But well, yeah, well, we, had, we had a uh, a heavy night, a, a long night. Right. So. So, like I said, I, I did already shout out Human Robot and the good folks uh, at the at the uh, at the Log Jam and uh, Festival. <laughs> Man, yeah. fuck all them. Say nah. I was about to say, Yoda, you don't want to talk, talk to them. No. And the reason I feel this way. I can't even, my voice is even stupid. Like, yeah, even, it is. I don't. Like, come on, man. Yeah. They lost your voice over, over, over beer? I or just screaming, whatever? Man, you, you know. Went to the concert yesterday? Nah, I think it was a lot of them uh the milk pours. Just I don't know what they do to you. Um all right. Well well we're here to talk about uh liquid intrusion. I find out what that's all about. So once again we want to welcome liquid intrusion to the podcast. Intrusion. And like we always say, the floor is before we start about what before we start, Jasmine, I see your nails. I see what you're doing over there. I peeped that. I just wanted to say that's, that I peeped that. Got a match every so yeah. often. Okay. Yeah. 
You could ask that. Not an you could ask that as a question. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you always coordinate with you your. Uh... <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think so. I don't think that she does, but I think I feel like it's for this week. I don't always coordinate. It does depend on events that we have to do appearances. So, of course, um, we'll talk about it a little later. We did have a trip to Oklahoma um, about a week and mm. a half ago. So, yes. for that, I did want to make sure that I dressed the part, but I don't always coordinate. However, uh, in a few of our IG lives that we've done in the past, some folks have caught that my nails will match our cans, which I didn't catch. But yeah, <laughs> it's summertime. I'm doing fun colors now. Right, there you go. I like um, it. All right. Well, like I said, the, the floor is yours to tell us all about who uh, Liquid Intrusion is, how you started, where you're going, where you're coming from. So uh, uh, it's all yours. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, again, we are Jasmine and Drew of Liquid Intrusion Brewing Company. We are a husband and wife operation in Brandywine, Maryland. We're still operating out of our garage. So we are a homegrown uh, company. So our name has two meanings. Uh, scientifically, first, the way that water flows through wa uh, malts and hops to create wort, which then turns into beer. But then on the other end, we want to make sure that we intrude on a market that is underrepresented of African-Americans. Um, in the beer sector, we are less than 1%. And even uh, specifically in our county, Prince George's County is the uh, most Black affluent county in the United States. However, we do not have a Black-owned brick and mortar here in our county. Um, also, with a lot of the breweries, they are... Um, in D.C. or north of D.C., um, in the northern county of the of the state, uh, northern portion of the state, but down where we are, Southern Maryland, there are about five, and there's only one um, that has black, one black um, owner that has a brick and mortar, and that's in Patuxent, Patuxent Brewing Company, about 15 minutes from us. Shout out to Davey and Gene and the entire Patuxent crew. Cheers. So, yeah, cheers to them. <laughs> yes, the way that we got started, huh? So Andrew, he might dig a little deeper into that, but he's been a, in beer a lot. <laughs> he's done um, distributing. He's um, managed beer bars. He's know how to pour it, knows how to sell it, knows how to talk about it. Um, but the last part of our bucket list was how to brew it. So of course the pandemic happened. Um, a lot of us were at home. I was uh, working at home. My husband was laid off from his job at the time he was uh, a manager at a beer bar. And um, I will say the pandemic was almost like a gift and a curse. Yeah, we, it all stuck that we were at home doing nothing, but at the same time, we were able to tap into talents that we didn't mm -hmm. know about. She ain't yeah. telling it right. That's why I was like, I I'm supporters of, of the Bruise and Banner podcast. Y'all let the hair down. So, so this is what <laughs> happened. So, so this is what happened, right? <laughs> yeah. I, she was telling right, like, I did get laid off and all that jazz. And um, you know, she was like, Yo, you're annoying the hell out of me. You need to find a hobby. Right, right. Yeah, that's the real story. <laughs> oh, that sounds a lot more legit. That sounds legit. So with that, I picked up homebrewing and we were, you know, I was just playing around, writing recipes, just following the basics and all that stuff. And then like call it divine intervention. Um, the way that I got um our brewing equipment and all that stuff. Um, everything was given to us for free. Um, there was a young lady who lived over in, in the Bowie area and her husband had passed. They were off in the uh, Air Force and her husband had passed due, due to cancer. And he was an avid black home brewer and he had a five gallon propane setup, made everything. 
and she was just letting his stuff go for free because she just didn't plan on brewing or anything like that. She just liked drinking beer. Um, but they were moving out of their home because, you know, with, with her with her husband passing, the kids and all that, they wanted to move forward. And um, I just told her, like, hey, I have aspirations of being a brewery. This is what I want to do, X, Y, and Z. And um, she was like, well, majority of the stuff is, you know, um, spoken for. But, you know, if you come over here and pick pick some stuff up, you know, we can chit-chat. Maybe we can work something out. So I was able to meet her, shook hand, told her everything that we wanted to do. And she was like, you know what? All this stuff is spoken for. A lot of people actually bought it. I'm going to refund them all their money. Take it all for free because well, your sure. oh, wow. mind me of my husband. And I know that if I give you everything, you're going to take care of it. And in the long run, we'll meet down, down, back, back down the road. And I want to see you progress. So she said, whatever I can try to do to help, um, definitely works out. And with that, you know, going back to the wife, like, Hey babe, we got all this equipment for free, <laughs> you know, and she was all, all for it. And, you know, I was able nice. to just spend time in the garage, pretty much, you know, follow my passion of beer. Uh, especially, you know, with my former career path and all that stuff. And then um, being able to just produce great liquid and then, you know, the wife actually being the guinea pig and trying stuff. And she's like, you know what, this is really good. How about I come down and help you with, with some of the stuff because I see you really working and grinding, grinding, grinding it out. And then, um, you know, she started putting her own flair on some of the recipes. She started putting her own flair on some of the, the, the brewing styles, um, like our African queen and her seven seas IPA. Um, that is my wife's beer to brew she she brews that beer all by herself no questions asked she knows what she's doing and there's no second guessing or anything like that um and from there you know with my background being in beer bars being distributor reps and all that stuff i know how to sell beer to the community to retailers to in in turn to get to consumers um you know especially in the dc market which is one of the biggest beer markets across the country um and then seeing like all these breweries before COVID start up, fail, um, actually see them grow and progress and actually having these relationships with the owners um, is going to give us a leg up to know what, what we need to do, like the do's and don'ts of starting a brewery um, to brick and mortar and all that jazz. And, um, you know, where we are now, um, we are definitely in the brewery and planning phase when it comes to the state. Um, just as full transparency, we have issues with getting legal with the state. Um, Maryland is not one of the easiest ones to get approved in. So every time we come to the table with something, the goalpost gets moved a little bit. But you know, if there's a will, there's a way. We're going to stay resilient and we're going to make it work. Um, and once again, just being full transparent to the eye of our consumers, we appear that we're actually truly, you know, open for business and all that stuff. But technically, we're not. But I want to be able to prove to our state that hey you're dragging your feet on something great and we're right. doing things that's going to represent our state to the highest and fullest potential. And only thing they need to do is just adhere to what we need, our wants, and we're going to add their needs and wants. And hopefully we can find a happy medium in the middle to where we can actually truly make the liquid prevail. Um, going back behind the name of the beer, like our biggest thing is like, we don't care who you are, where you're from, your orientation, race, background, um, political views, whatever the case may be, we do not care. It's all about the liquid. And if we stay true to that, may the liquid always prevail. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Wait, so J Jasmine, you were always, well, I guess it's for both of y'all. Both of y'all was always into into beer. Because she was I in the beer was Beer Bible's oh, association. <laughs> We've been together for I know if I started brewing something, then my wife 
came down saying, oh, I'll help. She'd be like, if you don't get that or get out, out there. She'd be like, get out of my way. I'm going right. to do this myself. Like, I got my own beer <laughs> recipe. Like, nobody, no. No nah, woman in my no, life is I've kicking me there. out the garage. Yeah, I've been there um, since he first initially got into beer in D.C. Um, yeah. at, as a beer distributor for one of the uh, larger names in D.C. So when he was going out to different events at bar uh, tap takeovers, I was there. Or if he had some gift bottles that were uh, uh, given to him, then, you know, we'll sit there and we'll sample everything. And then that also helped uh, develop my palate as well. So mm -hmm. that's been about mm -hmm. what, seven years yeah. that um, he was in beer distribution. So, yeah, I've, I've been with him every step of the way, just kind of seeing how the uh, craft beer scene has exploded in the D.C. area. Um, and again, just trying to develop my palate, try to figure out what my style is. Um, and that's one thing that it, when we talk about um, our core four, we do want to appease those that um, may be novice drinkers all the way up to those that are more developed. Um, and, you know, even though some people say they might not like beer, you just don't know what style you like. Right. So I've been able to convert some folks over with that. And then also um, just get, get, giving them different styles, just try to figure out what they like. And oh, you to mentioned make it, sorry to, to make it more real, she's been drunk with me in Nats Park many, many times. <laughs> let your hair down, Jasmine. Drew, keep telling you, let your hair I mean, down. It's come back with, with the other end of, of what she right. right. Jasmine gives the PC and Drew right. tells the real. She's like, let me convert that. She was drunk. We was drunk. We were drinking. Yeah. <laughs> was Jasmine's translator. Really <laughs> I get the beer guest to be a little bougie. You know, we might try to pair pair with something and go, go oh, through yeah. the vigorous training. But other than that, the liquid just always prevails. Yeah. <laughs> now, you, now, you talked about your core four. Uh, what, are, what are the core four? So... Fun. See if we got cans someplace. I will. I'll start because um, I think the rest of them are downstairs. Um, so our first intro is going to be our South of DC Cream Ale. That's about five percent ABV. Um, we are not lagering. We aspire to lager, but in the same aspect, want to lager on, on a more professional setup. Um, we are almost there um, with our in-house brewery. Um, we just need to get a couple more pieces, glycol chiller, stuff like that, so we can actually do well with the cold side of fermentation when it comes to lagering. But um, we have our cream ale, which is 5% five, 5 ABV. Um, we all know that cream ales are like the lagers of ales, you know, like very intro, very easy going, super clear, super, super crisp. And um, we we wanted to make a liquid and name it something to put Southern Maryland on the map. Um, like my wife said earlier, like there's not that many breweries down here. And out of majority of the breweries that we see, there's not truly a liquid that actually says, hey, Southern Maryland is here. Southern Maryland beer is good, you know. Um, and this is for everybody. And, you know, when you come down to Southern Maryland, yes, your Miller Coors, uh, Budweiser, Bud Light drinkers, they really prevail down here. So, like, that's going to be competition for us to try to definitely swing those people over to be like, hey, I don't like craft beer. I don't really care for the IPAs. I don't. I just want something clean and crisp. Okay, here, try this South of D.C. I mean, yeah, South of D.C. Cream Ale. And go from there. Um, mm -hmm. So that's five percent easier approachable uh, liquid. Um, my wife's favorite style actually is cream ales. So it was my first liquid, just practicing, um, just to try to <laughs> the, the beer practice. You, you, know, you knew you had the guinea pig. You liked it, you know. It was like okay, you gotta win, I can right. continue doing this, right? 
Absolutely. So, so, uh, so that's our first one. Our second one is going to be our African Queen of her Seven Seas IPA. Um, that one's about seven, six uh, percent ABV. Forgive me. Um, pretty much brewed with African Queen hops and Falconer's Flight Seven Seas. Um, and I think last year at Barrel and Flow, you guys were able to sample some of this stuff. Yeah, they're in a bottle share, so we, we can talk about that later. But yeah, African Queen and the Seven Seas. Uh, biggest thing that we wanted to do was definitely like during my days in the, in the distributorship. Um, I like to call it falling victim to the label. You have to have dope labels to attract consumers. Yes, um, yes you do. Yep. People who are not, you know, avid certain style drinkers, like they'll just buy it just because the label is either cute, impactful, or it's giving them something inside to make them feel that they want to support the brand right mm -hmm, so for us mm -hmm. you know when was the last time you were able to see an african queen or a black woman who is not portrayed in a derogatory way on a can of beer right absolutely so we definitely wanted to do something with that um african queen hops is a hop from south africa so once again paying homage as well and then falconist flight seven c's is every variety of hop that's Seven varieties of hops that start with the letter C's, mm -hmm. like Chinook, mm -hmm. Cascade, etc. Um, those definitely bring out a lot of your uh, fruitiness flavors that you're looking for in your, uh, you know, hazy New England IPAs, if you will. Um, and the African Queen of her seven C's is going to give you a bunch of stone fruit flavors as well, too. So it's a very ambidextrous, palatable uh, IPA. Um, when we sample people in a room, we never get really the same combination of flavors. From everybody which we truly truly like so it lets you know that there's some depth and um um perception to the actual individual consumer when it comes to consuming this liquid um and like andrew stated before this is the one that uh, i've turned into my baby um andrew has tried to make uh, ipas in the past but um couldn't quite figure out why it was not coming out the way that we wanted it but that's where I come, you know. I gotta add my lady. <laughs> Sometimes, men, you may not follow instructions the way that y'all need to. And I wrote however, the recipe. <laughs> <laughs> however, I stepped in. I, you know, I made some tweaks. And um, the very first batch that we did of the IPA, he loved it. And it's a gift and a curse of, you know, like I said, it's a great thing because it came out great. But then at the same time, I created more work for myself. Which yes, is you did. Yeah. And that's yeah. your beer now. That's my beer now. That's okay. So, yeah, this is my baby. Yeah. Let me ask you a question about the seven, like the seven C's. Are You said it's seven different hops that start with the letter C. Are yeah. they all like put together in, in a bag so you have the hops? Or is it you got to get all seven of the hops? and brew that and brew it like that like is it a oh so so, so they're pretty much it. they're definitely pellet hops so all the hops are pretty much grinded down um okay. and they pretty much make them all together into their own pellet gotcha. um, okay. And, okay. yeah and for that like a lot of people don't do it in ipas but i just i love falconist flight seven seas i think it's a phenomenal very wide range of flavor profile um, yeah, it seems like you could do a lot with like a lot of different styles with seven seas mm -hmm. is that true Yep, yeah. that is true. Yep. Yeah. So um, if you want to just make something citrus and tropical and all that stuff, Falconist Flight Seven Seas is definitely your all-around go-to because especially okay. the different varieties of these sea hops, they get very expensive. Um, especially like citra. Citra is like one of the most expensive hops mm -hmm. out there. And there's other different types of hops that can give you the same flavor profile of what citra citra does. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's the African Queen of her seven seas. Um, our next liquid is our lemongrass saison. 
Um, that is brewed with fresh lemongrass and sriracha hops. Um, one, um, being in, in the beer industry, my one of my very big idols is uh, Garrett Oliver. No big secret whenever you talk to me. Um, yeah. Love everything that he does for Brooklyn and how he is taking Brooklyn Brewery on an international scale um, and how he is still connected to the scene. And like he always slides in our DMs all the time. And I'm like about to cry every time he does it. But yeah, <laughs> when yeah. that happens, um, he brewed a beer called Sriracha Ace, which was a farmhouse ale a couple years back. And you can't find it here in the DMV. And I wanted to try to bring that back to life. So we did a lemongrass saison with Sriracha Ace hops. Um, this is our liquid for seafood. So one, I did a lot, a lot of work in Belgian beer bars back in the day. Um, so truly respect, you know, liquid across the pond and want them to know that, hey, people over here actually really do want to stay close and true to the style. Um, super funky, um, effervescent. You're going to get like a little ginger note and lemon zest on it as well. Uh, like I said, this is our liquid for seafood. So if you want to drink a little bit, cook a little bit, drink a little bit, cook a little bit, you can do that. Um, definitely recommend it, like cooking mussels with it, clams, uh, seafood boils, or, you know, with us being from Maryland, you know, anything with Obey, just pour some lemongrass saison on it. So <laughs> <laughs> now, would you recommend, uh, cooking cooking with this beer like cooking the yeah, seafood with this beer absolutely. yep okay yep. so you know how some people do mussels um you can add white wine or whatever mm -hmm. the case may be add lemongrass saison to it totally different dimension right, right. um if you do like a seafood boil clams um like i said flake fish seafood scallops things of that nature um mm -hmm. pairs well and also goes great with cooking with as well too nice nice um uh -oh. and go ahead Oh, no, I was saying, so that was two. We're, we're still on two, right? Lemongrass. We got one yep. more, right? Yep. And number four is going to be our plum basil farmhouse sale. That's mm -hmm. our highest ABV beer. That's about 9% ABV. Um, Yikes. That is brewed with fresh I think that's what I had. I think that's what you guys let me taste. Yep. What I was able um, to The plum basil is kind of like our Bob Ross happy accident beer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my father-in-law has a plum tree out front, and he was like, hey, uh, y'all need to come over and get these plums. We didn't go get the plums. He showed up on the doorstep with the plums. You need to come over here, right? So, and my, my father's from the south, so it's like when he tells you to do something, you right? Know, like, then right. there, it's like daddy, we kept forgetting, and then, you know, yeah. So, we, <laughs> we, we got the plums. You said brew a beer. Uh, my manager of my current job at the time, um, she had a a very vast garden and she had a basil plant. She was like, here, brew a beer with it because it's going to die. I'm not going to use it. So I was like, well, Jasmine, I don't know what to brew with this. How about we just chop it up, basil and plum, try it and see what we get. And then we can kind of, you know, build the recipe out. So we tried it and it was actually really good. And I was like, well, we need to put some type of Belgian yeast on top of this. Like I'm thinking farmhouse ale. And then, you know, I opened up the laptop, started drawing a recipe and we blended and pureed like five pounds of, fresh plums and you know about six to seven ounces of fresh basil and all that stuff and we just let it work and the end result is what you tasted at like barrel and flow last year and it's been a hit ever since and we are yes. not stopping with it um it's definitely really good it's, there's a lot of dimensions to the beer it's very complex but once again that's where we say like going from the cream ale all the way up to the plum basil farmhouse ale. there's something there for everybody yeah back back to that plum ale you said six pounds of puree plum how much does that pr produce for beer? Uh, for us, that's going to be like a five to 10 gallon batch. Mm -hmm. um, okay. We, we actually 
we have predicted uh, and it's been going well for us that it's pretty much a pound per gallon. Okay. Makes sense. So we have a, a lot of uh, assembly line nights where we're just chopping plums, blending plums, throwing them in freezer bags and labeling like how much the weight is and all that stuff. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. We don't go out and purchase actual, you know, like blended stuff. Um, not that there's anything wrong with it. It's just that, you know, we really pay home. You got a plum tree down the street. You got a plum tree down the street. Daddy delivering daddy delivering plums to your right. door. I'm never buying <laughs> yeah. plums. Yeah. <laughs> but in, in due time, like you know, we're, we may I don't want to stress his, his poor little plum tree out. So we're looking at you know um going for it like the more that we scale and the more that we get bigger um mm-hmm. alternative ways to actually make it more sustainable um we have been searching for a couple local black farmers around down here um but the the search continues but other than that um if there's a will there's a way we, we will be able sure. to produce liquid and make it prevail for sure well, i have a question sure. going back to the cream mail if you don't mind you said cream mail is southern maryland so we called it. What does that South mean? Because we want to put Southern Maryland on the map. Right, I, I get that. But what when when Drew mentioned it, he mentioned the cream ale. Is that because of the Budweiser influence and the Coors Light influence in South Southern Maryland that you, or is it like the cream ale is like a Southern Maryland thing? I was no, just it's because by. of the influence. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, okay, thank yeah. you. Yeah, like I said, we just wanted to try to be able to com- combat that liquid as soon as gotcha. we go to market. Um, make a craft beer that can compete with them right right guys yeah and uh, although we're not you know producing lagers at the moment we will you know mm-hmm. further down the line once we get to you know professional grade and pretty much glycol chilling and controlled uh temperature range for lagers um our next best thing is brewing this ale gotcha. which is cream ale, which is going to be give you the exact characteristics of what you know your lagers are going to be like that's dope without lagering it that's dope I like that. So uh, I'm sorry, Rob. Go ahead. Oh no, I was going. I was actually going back to the the name of uh, the brewery, uh, Liquid Intrusion. I know you gave up gave us the meaning of what it, what it means to you, but was that the first name you landed on? Or was that like was that like a couple rounds of uh, a brainstorming? Or like, or was it just like you know what, Liquid Intrusion is it? I got I, it. <laughs> there were a couple. Yeah, we like Liquid. It was always going to be Liquid something. Yeah. Um, okay. Liquid Excellence came to mind. But in the same aspect, that was going to put us on too much high of a pedestal. And I just knew there's going to be negative untapped reviews coming in. Like, this is not <laughs> <laughs> Please, uh, uh, it's like that you got to think about the hair. I would text it if it was bad that this is not excellent. No, I'm not. Yeah. yeah. You know probably, what I mean? That's probably like, what happened because probably Drew probably thought about what he would say if he said, Joe, I look with that people. And it yeah. wasn't good. <laughs> Why y'all call your company excellent? Ain't nothing here, excellent. No. Yeah, like prior to like I I I've, I've really calmed down. Like my my close inner circle of beer friends, they they knew me back in the day. I would call something trash Real and not quick. not think twice about it. Like like no, this is use my language. But yo, this is some shit. You know what I mean? Like what, what? Why are you giving me this? Like what the hell is that? And, how dare you? Yeah, like how dare you, sir? Like this shit is trash. But I, I had to scale that back a little bit, and I've learned, like you know, during COVID, like I don't want things to come back and bite me in the butt. Um, I do think that you know everybody is entitled to their opinion as long as you're constructive and you're giving your point across professionally. 
excuse me, I, I'm okay with it. Um, and that kind of coins over to our liquid now. Like, I understand not everybody is, is going to like our liquid. Not everybody's going to like the cream ale. Not everybody's going to like the Saison. Not everybody's going to like the IPA or the plum basil. Like, I get that. But as long as you can give me constructive criticism, I'm all ears. You know what I mean? Um, and I've truly learned to, like, just hone back and just be a little bit more respectful and reserved with my stuff. Yeah. Um, but then now, like, actually being able to brew it and understand, like, hey, if it's something I don't like, I'm like, hey, tell me what was your vision with with this beer? Tell me what was your vision with the recipe? Because then I can now start breaking it down and deciphering, like, okay, cool. But, uh, you know, the uh, untapped Twitter gangsters, I guess is the best way to say it, you know, like, hey, everybody's entitled to their opinion. It is what it is. Yeah. Right. It's funny because I noticed that when Drew talks about other people, like, he was just explaining if he didn't like a certain beer, but every, every time he talks about theirs, he never calls it a beer. It's always liquid. Always liquid. <laughs> yeah. Always liquid. He never says beer. What was yep, that? I like that. So you got, you wanna, back during my distributor days, it used to be like a slang term um, for the reps in, in between each other. Like, oh, that's really good liquid. That's really good liquid because mm -hmm. actually mm -hmm. it is a liquid. Um, yeah. In yeah. the in the wine world, you hear people say juice a lot. Like, oh, that's good juice. That's good juice because okay. essentially juice. it's juice. But like, <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's just just a slang term. And you know, one, it's also putting. I want to try to give beer that pedestal and put it on like a more classier level. So, you know, it's it's liquid, you know, and, and it's really good liquid and it's liquid that can bring people together, you know, um, in this especially trying times of society today. So. That's like true. That. Yeah, nice, nice. OK, so uh, who actually came up with the name, though? Y'all came up with it together or? Oh, Jasmine smiles. She looked like she she came up with it. <laughs> I mean, we just, you know, with all of the, the names that we had on the list. We were just going down the pros and cons of each one. Shout out to Lola, our people. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, we just gravitated to liquid intrusion and the fact that we can put meaning behind it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that, that was one that really stuck with us. Yeah. yeah. Um, one, like I said, just for it to be two meanings behind it, one scientific and one to actually be to put in people's faces like this is why we're doing it. We are indeed intruding on this market and we're yes. going to take it over. And there's nothing that anybody can do or say because we believe in our liquid and it and it will prevail. Yeah, that's I cool. like that, man. Me too. Nice. Um, now I know you, yeah, I mentioned a couple times in terms of about the collaboration that uh, you just got were part of in Oklahoma, but you also have other collaborations going on as well. So can you speak about those as well? So yeah, so of course, Barrel and Flow um, is our. It's pretty much our Super Bowl. Is the best way to say it. It's our Daytona 500. However you want to say it. Um, the biggest thing for us is that um, when we went to Barrel and Flow last year, when we saw y'all, you, you saw us in just regular clothes, you know, shirts and jeans and all that stuff. And we just had some canned beer and we had it labeled up ourselves. And we really like that whole month and a half prior, like we really humped. That was our biggest production. Call it what you want. Right. Um, and to be able to go to, to the bottle chair for Day Bracy to be so willing to bring us in and like, hey, this is what it's here for. And then. To have such great reviews from you all, um, Celeste Betty, a couple of other folks that was there that night. Um, and this cool thing about it going to, towards Mac, we went to college with Mac. And a lot oh, of people really? don't know. Oh, wow. So, you know, we have our Smith like connection. So he was like, you know, hey, you need to be next beside me. Like, like, you need to taste that person. You need to taste that person. You need to taste that person. And he was so selfless 
uh, in regards of like doing his brand to making sure that, you know, Libco for what it was, get across the lips of the people that it needed to get across. And just real quick, because he dropped Smith, it's for uh, the alumni of Johnson C. Smith University in Charlotte, North Carolina. So the. we call ourselves the Smithites. Just in oh, case yeah. people didn't know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we, we didn't. So, we didn't. Oh, I, I, I know because I know, I know he went to Johnson C. Smith. Yeah. I mean, not everybody knew. Yeah. Yep. But thank, thank you, oh. Jasmine. You're welcome. <laughs> See, <Aaron. laughs> together, team. It's a team. But, but with that, um, you know, that was our benchmark for this year. It was like because when we was at the brunch, everybody was like, "Hey, y'all aren't homebrewers. Y'all are brewers. Y'all need to. We want to see you here next year pouring, and we want to see you, you know, pretty much rocked and ready to roll, rocking ready, and all that stuff." I'm just talking, anyways. Um. So with this year, we're we're ready to be there, um, and we're doing a three-way collaboration. Um, I, to the best of my knowledge, I think it's the first three-way collaboration for all breweries to be black-owned ever for nice. uh, Barrel and Flow Fest, um, and awesome. it's going to be between Craft and Culture Ohio, um, Sizzle, uh, out there in Columbus, Ohio. We're going to have uh, Mac Brewing Company, which is up there in Philly as well, our fellow Smithite from Johnson C. Smith University. And then... <laughs> um, <laughs> And, um, you know, I have a very tight relationship with Sizzle and Mac. Um, we took a, a vacation to Cincinnati. Um, my wife's mom is from Cincinnati and she wanted me to, to show me the city. So we stopped in Columbus, was able to sit down and talk to, to Sizzle at uh, Craft and Culture Ohio. And, you know, he was just nothing but just inviting and just being a big brother. Saying like, hey, whatever y'all need, call me. I got you. It's, it's no problem, you know. And that relationship is always stuck. And like I said, our relationship with Mac goes all the way back to, to our college days. So it's a no brainer for us to do a three-way collaboration. Um, and for us, we want to do things as liquid intrusion. When we go to market or whenever we produce things or collaborations, we want it to be, dare I say, big and monumental, but also legendary. I always say that a lot and a lot of comments and all that stuff on, on social media. Um, we wanted to make sure that we are doing things because like a lot of the collaborations that Low is between either a blown and a white on brewery, which there's nothing wrong with that, but right. it's to the point where it's like, all right, let's let's push it to the next um to the next level. So with that, we're doing a, a imperial uh yam amber ale. Okay. Uh we're just gonna drop it right here. We're calling it amber with the yams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the yams. Oh, yams. And, and with that, um, we all know that Mac Brewing Company loves his ABV. So yes. me and Fizzle are adhering to make sure that we can appease Mac with the <laughs> ABV life. Right. On, on so that we have 14. Uh, he has agreed to <laughs> Drew look down, down like no. <laughs> we're, we're 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 a little bit. We're trying to be, you know, around that 10, 10 to twelve percent range. Yeah, and you know, it, 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 I think he'll still be happy with that. <laughs> so, um, but we have a, a lot of um liquid in, in test phases because um with the yams we are trying different aspects of where we're brewing it at. Um, Sizzle has came up with a base recipe. And then we all have taken that recipe, brewed that, and then also we've put our own tweaks on it. And then we're all going to sit down, try it, and be like, all right, this is the best one. This is the one that we're going to produce and go from there. Um, 
right now we're in, in a development stage of the uh, can art and everything, but we are truly excited for this liquid. We're truly excited to have it for, for barrel and flow. Um, and we would like for Amber with the yams to be a um, annual release as well, too. Nice. nice. I'm mad. And I just thought of a big booty. Yeah, I was, I was yeah, thinking but these. I was thinking these. Yeah, like the Georgia peach. Like the Georgia peach. But yeah. yam That's no. exactly what. You know how yams is long, too? You put some arms on it. No. So, and, and this is our thing. Like, we, we're, we're, we're looking at artists for the can art. Um, we definitely want Amber to be someone of sophistication, education, resilience, independence. Um, with a yam. With a yam. <laughs> yes. Oh, she classy. I right? had yeah. my hair up. I had my hair up. <laughs> yeah, Jasmine took her hair down for you. <laughs> Don't forget about those yams. Don't forget about the yam. <laughs> You're running down all the things what black women should be. And yeah. curvy. Yeah. That's awesome. Man. Yeah, great. So, so is is uh, the way you talk about Amber is like she's a mascot. Is are you guys? Uh, is she going to be like in a costume later or something? That, well, I wouldn't say in a costume, but there is talks on um, for each annual can. Amber is doing something to you know um, be better yeah. each and every year. Mm -hmm. Are you looking for Amber? Like, is there like a model call for Amber? <laughs> not at the moment not at the moment but there might be there might be i would uh i would like to request my services for the judging of the oh. amber yeah. i'm just gonna put that out there uh, no, shut up. what Noted. what you you don't get you don't all the shots you what they say the something about basketball and shooting shots you miss them you don't take them and then if you take them you may miss them but if you don't take them you never knew something like that. I yeah, just that ain't it, but I what you said. Yeah, y'all made that shit the longest ever, but I understand. <laughs> I couldn't remember what it was. Like you missed all the shots you don't take. There it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amber, on, Amber on the brain. Amber on the brain. And all these Amber. different, all, all these different. Uh, the model call with all these Ambers just made me forget about the shot. Shape. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, messed you up, boys. All right. Man, and then you talk about why, the Georgia PCM. Fourteen percent. True, that's true. That's true. You don't want to have Amber out here wilding, right? She is classy and sophisticated. Uh, yeah. Brazilian. Don't, don't forget that. In Brazilian. <laughs> Put your hair back up. Drew. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Y'all are funny. That's funny. But yeah, so so that that's our our, our biggest thing that, that we're looking forward to. Um, we're so excited for Barrel and Flow, um, mm -hmm. and that's going to be pretty much our benchmark for each year to see like how we've progressed and where we are and what we're doing. Um, yeah. And from that, like our other collaboration, we just came back from Oklahoma. Um, it was kind of a coincidence, divine type thing. Um, we planned on going out there anyway, just because um, my wife's uncle uh, was our officiant for our wedding. And we want to just go out there just to them say, hey, how you doing? All that stuff. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. we already have life booked and everything. And then um, Equity Brewing Company, which is the only woman-owned brewery in the state of Oklahoma, um, reached out to us via Twitter. was like, hey, um, your views align with our views. Maybe we can, you know, connect and talk about things and all that stuff. And this is where I step in because he's not telling the whole story. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> this is one of the times, you know, we try to make sure we're um, engaged with our uh, Twitter 
family. And we were just doing a random tweet saying, hey, I can't even remember what the exact number was. We were trying to get to a certain number. Can we get to, I'm going to just throw a number. 500 followers. 500 followers. Yeah. And we had some friends retweeting it. And then we had Afro Beer Chick that actually uh, got a hold of our tweet. She retweeted it to her family. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know, Twitter's popping. People retweeting our stuff. They're checking us out. Great. And then that's how Equity got a hold of us. Um, she went through our website, checked out our page, saw what we were all about. And I guess that's what we pick off here. Uh, pick up here. We were... Um, she noticed that a lot of the views that she had in regards to equality and women's rights um, aligned with us because we wanted to make sure that, you know, like we said, doesn't matter who you are, what your race is, your financial status, any of that. It's all about the liquid. So we were just here just trying to make a great thing even greater. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, she reached out to us. And, you know, at that time when um, we were trying to get dates and trying to figure out, you know, when everybody was free, that was actually the time that we um, had already pre-planned our trip to go see my uncle out in Oklahoma. Because, again, with family, they always saying, hey, you guys need to come see us, come visit mm -hmm. us. And, you know, because of the pandemic, that slowed down a lot of things. But we're like, okay, well, everything is lining up. We already have our time when we're going to see our uncle. We have our time um, when equity has invited us out. So let's make this business and pleasure. Yep. Um, and it was a great eye-opening experience. Um, Oklahoma gets a bad rap. Yes, they are a red state. Um, but, uh, you know, of course, we did stay in the metro area. And <laughs> Oklahoma City and metropolitan towns north and south. But, um, you know, with the little bit of people that we did talk to, they were great. They were um, very hospitable. They were, um, yeah, just, just trying to let us know about their city. Yeah. Um, and with the demographic there, you know, of course, we were used to it. We're not, we knew there weren't going to be a lot of us out there. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but the part that did trip me out, at least, um, compared to the D.C. area, there's more Black men than black women in beer in Oklahoma is actually the opposite. I saw more black women nice. in beer um, as opposed to black men for a while. Drew was the only black guy <laughs> in the wow. brewery, which he's used to being a unicorn and, you know, I commend him for that. But yeah, it was very nice to see women of color, um, specifically black women that were there drinking beer. Mm -hmm. nice. That's and a very interesting tidbit. I would have never thought. And and you know the of course like um, how Rob said they were all there with white guys. I'm just curious. Say again. I said I wonder if they were all there with white guys. I'm just uh -oh. curious. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess this is where we were going at this point. Yeah. They, they were black women. They were black women in the brewery. And the black man that was there was Drew. Hey, you know, we, we were go. only there for the liquid, so that that that's that's all, that's all, all that matters. <laughs> but um, the the one cool thing about about their you know their their market over there, um, they really don't do high ABV beers over there because it's too hot. Yeah. Um, you you might catch a barley wine on draft nine percent, but I've only I think when we went to a big brewing company, they had like a thirteen percent style, but like that was pretty much it. You didn't get anything super crazy or super was, wild yeah and that was the only style that they had that was high yeah like that. yeah um but they they all uh make great beers the the brewery equity that we were at there's like three breweries right around the corner from, from them the community is very 
very great, very um, inviting, um, you know, and also for Equity to be the only woman on Brewery, they're definitely uh, fighting a battle that they shouldn't have to fight, you know, mm-hmm. um, and they're doing great things. They're already expanding their tap room um, and they're just making phenomenal stuff. And like um, all of their fermenters are named after uh, women of color, um, pivotal women of color and th- things of that nature. So um, we, we truly support them in everything that, that they do. Um, the two beers that we made or two liquids, if you will, um, was one is our, uh, liquid equity, New England IPA. Um, that's going to be around the 6% range. Um, pretty much tropical fruit forward, New England IPA. Um, everything that, that, that you want, it's phenomenal. Um, we did a pre-batch here and we shipped it to them just so that they could try it. So we could have like a basis of what we wanted to do. Um, made a few tweaks to it and the way that it came out, like, I'm just truly excited about it. Um, our next liquid is a, is our first, but not last blackberry Belgian white or Belgian wit, if you will. Um, that's going to be around a four to 5% range. Um, easy, crushable, um, very inviting. Um, Suzette, who is the owner, well, Suzette and Hannah, it's a mother daughter team that, that owns the brewery. Um, they are very, um, good with purees and fruits and adding stuff to to liquid um and they have a very big um uh vast collection of blackberries out there so it was just something to kind of put oklahoma in like with their their major crops um throwing it in 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 a batch and it's super easy super crushable um something that's going to definitely go well with with the uh, oklahoma heat and um the meaning behind the name one first but not last they're the first uh woman on brewery but hopefully not the last uh we aspire to be the first um, brewery in PG County, hopefully not the last. And from there, um, they're going to release it on their one year anniversary, which hopefully is their, is first, their first, but, but not, not their last. last. Not the last. Yeah. That's nice. awesome. Okay. Triple entendre. Um, and we are doing our, our best, uh, to try to get them to barrel and flow as well too. Um, you know, with, you know, less than 1% of African-Americans in, in beer is the same or the number is probably even lower when it comes to just women ownership as well too. Mm-hmm. So, um, and they are truly inclusive. They are woke. They understand. They get it. And the battle that they're fighting in, in a state like like Oklahoma, um, they need our help. You know what I mean? They need our support. And for us, like I said, like we don't care who you are and where you're from. We're more than willing to help them. And it was a very big eye-opening experience for us because you know, with the less than one percent, we're all here. We want to do things and we want to see that that needle move we want to do our part to spread awareness. So we don't mind going into the belly of the beast to some of these states that don't have any representation and be like, Hey, just talk to a brewer. Hey, do you want to make a collaboration just to spread awareness? Do you want to do that? Like, let's, let's all meet up, sit down and, and do stuff like that. So I have a couple other uh, brewery owner, owner friends across the States and all that stuff that I want to reach out to and see if we can just try to make this a thing for us to be like, Hey, people can come out and speak to us because at uh, equity, we had people we didn't realize like how many maryland transplants live there yeah like there were times we're, we're sitting here trying to adhere to a hop schedule and people were like hey come back over here somebody wants to talk to you somebody's from maryland that, that that that's that's here just for you and it's like oh crap and um you know that that was pretty dope but like yeah we we really want to try to spread this awareness so like you know we got to go to nebraska idaho whatever let's just yeah. make a living now, I, I, well, I think you just said it again in terms of uh, like the, I guess it's the motto or a slogan, like made a liquid prevail. Like who came up with that? Because I always feel like it should be at the end of like a, a, a night's round table or something. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what we do. He, um, 
I want to say again, one of our random um, IG lives that one of our bear friends uh, invited us to. Um, just rambling, we're having a good old time, you know, sharing beers, talking of stories, and literally Drew just pulled that out of his ass. He was just talking, and it just <laughs> flowed out. And like when he said it, we both looked at each other. Was like, That's oh, it. we gotta keep that. Mm-hmm. We gotta keep that. <laughs> so that was all Drew. Okay. And, and and that's my thing, like, like with us, like when it comes to the brewery, you know, it's a perception of how we're perceived and all that stuff. But when, you know, saying the term liquid, it's infectious. Right. And I want people to realize, like, we're not just like every other brewery just saying, like, oh, it's beer, it's whatever. Like to us, it's liquid. And then from there, like we stand true to where, like, you know, how I said, don't matter where you are, your background, it's all about the liquid. And only thing that we want is the liquid to prevail. We don't. We don't we want to get to a point to where we don't have to say, you know, African-American representation or women uh, ownership representation is less than whatever. We just want it to be equal. We just want it to be all about the liquid and yes. it's an equal, equal playing field. You know what I mean? Like, I don't hate my lumberjack looking brothers with their, you know, goat's milk IPAs and whatever. You know, <laughs> I just want to see that seat at, at the table. Mm-hmm. And we just want to just be in this society and make it liquid prevail because I've been doing this for years. I love it. I, I love everything about this. And I love the fact that my wife is now jumping in into this head first and creating her own lane with it as well, too. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing to see us and where we are and what we're trying to do. And like I said, whether we're approved by the state or not, we're still going to keep pressing forward um, just to show everyone that, Hey, uh, I want, the community to hold us to a standard and we're going to adhere to, to that standard, but also show our government, our politicians and our state saying like, Hey, you do not want to miss this opportunity of liquid, liquid intrusion. And I actually worked for them. Liquid's in the name as well. So I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> he knew what he was. He knew what he was doing. He was spitballing. It's just said on the kids. And it is, is basic. Like, beer like you said beer is liquid so you you kind of dumbed it down to call it liquid to prop it up and then you you just want the liquid to be good like if it's good if you're making a good product it doesn't matter if you black white man woman or whatever just make good product and be inclusive to accept whoever comes in your bar that wants to drink exactly yeah i like that i like that a lot and it came off of ig and you wasn't even thinking about it See the best ideas, I, man. You know, I, I I get on a rant sometimes. I I just get talking and like you should start recording your rants. You should start recording your rants. Yep, just so you can listen. I'm like, I should have wrote that one down. Yep. He goes into what he called his uh, only child syndrome, and he'll just start talking. He's like, Oh, I'm entertaining stuff. Like, hey, do your thing. He's like, well, I feel like you're ignoring me. No, I'm letting you do your thing. So you know, sometimes creative stuff comes from those crazy rants, and I'm like, Yes, okay, I'm listening. What, yeah. what did you say? I have yeah, a, your ears perk you know, up if you say something crazy. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I'll have a, a, a random conversation with somebody for like a beard name and all that stuff. Like, uh, example, uh, one of the brewers at Equity, um, the gentleman was wearing like some slacks, and he got like hot matter all over his pants and I was like dude, um do you want to go home and change or do something because I'm like those are like some really nice slacks he was like oh dude all pants are, are beer pants and I was like brew pants <laughs> that you know all, all pants oh, are, yeah. all, all pants are, are, are brew pants yeah yeah, yeah yeah and I was like oh wow I'm like dude that's a beer name and I'm now thinking like logo and all that stuff and I go running to her and she was like no don't don't do that <laughs> <laughs> 
No, nah, that, that works, kind of though. Put your brew pants on. Yeah. Have y'all thought of... Have y'all thought of making a, a naming a beer um, to pay homage to the person that passed away that you got the equipment from? Actually, yes. Um, so yeah. it's kind of a weird and eerie story. So I was going through all of his books and notes, and he was trying to perfect a strawberry milkshake IPA. Okay. And I know that that train has already passed, but we will still bring that back on an annually basis. Um I have been drawing up recipes and making some test batches on it, but we're kind of waiting to get closer to being approved from the state to actually release that out. Um, we plan on reaching out to the gentleman's wife and letting her know what we're doing. Um, I would like to have his likeness on the can. Um, his favorite uh, foundation was the Jimmy V Foundation. So mm. we would want to sell this beer and give 100% of the proceeds um, to, well, 50% of the proceeds to the Jimmy V Foundation, and the remaining 50% to his surviving children. Right. Okay. Uh, nice. That's dope, man. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's when the, you got... I'm oh, sorry. I was saying like that. That's the biggest thank you that I can give back. Um, and also mm. the homebrew equipment that we have whenever we get to the brick and mortar stage, we want to retire it and kind of make a shrine out of it just to pay homage. Yeah. Um, and yeah. always, like you know, that. give back, you know, state stay thanks. For sure. Yeah. Nice. Yes, sir. When you um I have it's a two-part question because you said you're going to give money to the Jimmy V and his family. When you guys do an annual beer, it's just like a one batch, I'm assuming. Um, but how long do you typically expect uh make the how how many how big is the batch? Like how long do you want the annual? Because I know it can't it can't be a seven, eight month beer campaign because it's yeah. annual, it has to come back out. So how long is a campaign for an annual beer? And then a uh, second part of since you were talking about the man who passed away that gave you the equipment, will you continue to do that annually and still give the money to Jimmy V and his his uh, family? Uh, so the first part, um, I would like for it to be like a 10 to 20 barrel batch. Um, it would be something that we would like to have at our brick and mortar, but also we want to spread awareness of it so it can go out to the market, mm -hmm. um, so whether that's cans, kegs, you know, on premise, off premise for sure. We want to, you know preach the gospel of him, you know, and like I said, he was with the Air Force. So um, I I am pretty sure those who are in, you know, military and all that stuff, they would appreciate seeing something like that on the can as well. Um, and as far as annually, yes, like we like that. That's our liquid for charity, right? Like we don't mm -hmm. want to okay. profits off of it. Jimmy V all the way and also making sure that his surviving kids are taken, taken care of. So whatever it is that they want to do, um, like the, the children don't even know us, but it's just what something that we just want to give yeah. back. Yeah, whether they want to go to college or they want to go to cancun it's their prerogative it's just hey your father did this for us we want to make sure that you're taken care of so by all means nice now i did have uh, a question because i because when uh drew when you said uh jasmine's favorite uh, beer style of cream ale. She had a look, so I wanted to know. I wanted to know. Was that actually your favorite beer style? No, it was not correct. <laughs> if he that show, he would fail. <laughs> well, Don't go me through it so much. I, I, I just thought it was it was her favorite. Because mm. I guess we're doing it. It was during the summertime, so we wanted to find something that was light and crushable. So cream ale's five percent. My favorite style is New England IPAs. The juicier, the better. The hazier, the better. I know hazies and well, it's almost like now they're kind of blending all together. But um, yeah, my style is the New England IPA. 
What about you? Write that down, Drew. Write that down, Drew. Write that right underneath her phone number. <laughs> uh, yeah, her, her new name at, at, as my contact is New England IPA. New England. <laughs> <laughs> that New England uh, IPA girl that lives with me. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, um, I'm all over the place. So, like, I do, I do love IPAs. Um, new England's aren't my my number one go to, but I, I will pick them up. I'm a big fan of West Coast IPAs. Love the hops. Love the you know, you know the, the hop cannons or whatever it is that you want to call them. Um, I, yeah, hot bombs for sure. Hot grenades. Hot grenades. You know, I used to be uh, back when IBUs were cool. I used to be an IBU chaser for sure. Um, anything over a hundred, that was my jam. I'm like, I'm all about. It. Yikes! Yeah, better than better. Huh? Yeah. Why isn't IBUs uh, cool anymore? Because dry hopping is hard to actually calculate IBUs now. Mm. Um, a lot of people dry hop the the hell out of the liquid to try to get the smells and the flavors out of it without giving the actual you know hop burn is the best way to say it um and that takes away from your actual calculation of, of ibus so when you see double dry hop triple dry hop it's probably 40 ibus yes <laughs> I, I was about to let you guys know like i'm not an ipa fan but i've been trying i've been trying and i mm -hmm. realized that double triple and dry hop or the i can't drink a new england i can't drink a regular ipa they just don't taste good to me but the mm. i can i can actually get down a whole can of the other stuff <laughs> yeah it's still do not like the best it's not the best excuse me do you like sours you know i do yes i have a negro okay. palate i like sweet shit so i mean <laughs> <laughs> i've heard People like sours, they don't like IPAs. And yeah. people like IPAs, they don't like sours. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't care. I'll drink. I'll drink. <laughs> we, we, we drink sours just for the experience, but I it's try, not like, try. like yeah. oh, try this. Well, and see, and see my, my thing with sours, sours is like, sours. It, people calling that beer. And I'm like, well, I didn't come into this liking beer for real. Like, it's grown on me. To like, so I'm like, I got to find something that I like. Like Jasmine said, you don't not like beer. You just haven't found the beer that you like. So yeah. I'm, like Yoda said earlier, I'm everywhere. Like, I'll, I'm going to try this IPA. Oh, that's gross. I'm going to try this. Goes over here. That's too salty. I'm going to try this sour. Oh, that that may be it. That tastes like Kool-Aid. I grew up on Kool-Aid and sweet tea. Like, <laughs> let's, And it's, it's just been going. And now the more fruit involved. That's why I like your the plum that you were, the plum beer yeah. that you guys make. Because the more fruit involved in it, I'm going, for, I'm, that's what I go for. Fruit and can design. Nice. Yeah, we, uh, so for me, West Coast IPAs, love Saison's. Mm -hmm. Um, Saisons are good. I love then, triples too. Yeah, triples are really good. Like anything on the Belgian side, we can get down with. Yeah. Um, I like adjuncts in stouts. Um, when people do weird stuff, when it when it gets super weird, um, I get very yeah. attracted, attracted to that as well too. Um, but yeah, so West Coast IPAs will probably be my first one. Mm -hmm. So when you say super weird, what's super weird? <sighs> um well <laughs> let's go back to the black is beautiful from the answer when they put that glit that gold glitter in, in, in that uh, joint oh, yeah. i was all about it i was all about it um i got i got a uh, unicorn farts that got glitter in it yeah. and i'm all about that it's not like that yeah i want it sour <laughs> yeah, it was, it was it was it was not delightful is the best way to say it. But uh <laughs> when it comes to and you know people people like sours by all means. Do we plan on brewing a sour? Yes. 
um on our current setup most likely not because i don't want to taint equipment with sours like i just i'd rather have a separate pilot series so no bacteria or anything like that is going to contaminate the regular oh, that we're i was doing. wondering what the, i'm glad you explained that i didn't when you said yep. taint the taint the equipment i'm like what you trying to say about sours man like, that's no no just the, the, the bacteria that you use to sour off the beer mm -hmm. uh, it's extremely hard to get out of the uh okay your equipment at, at times yeah so, so when you do get the brick and mortar do you uh you make sours over here and you make ipas over here in two different yeah. machines yeah. now are there other styles that have to be separated like sours would be um no just primarily sours just sours okay yeah sours. not the so the fruited ale and the goza don't go into that category of the bacteria needed for the sour it does, it does. oh okay so it's, it's basically is it basically fruit Anything that's sour, so like your your gozas actually follow follow under the the brewing process of making a sour. It's okay. just that they're, they're more saltier versus actual sour. Okay. Um, okay. Fruited sours, by all means, because it's going to be the the bacteria and the yeast that you're using. It's going to sour off the beer. Um, it's best practice to have a completely different vessel. Um, I don't know if you all are familiar with Right Proper here in DC. Mm -hmm. Right is. Proper. Right Proper has actually a secret facility where they brew all their sours in and, secret. and <laughs> it's secondary to their their other uh locations and for that it's just because they don't want to you know um infect their other beers that aren't sour mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so if someone miss misses the process on cleaning or even it gets in your clothes you know what i mean like you can actually have something in your clothes and you touch something and boom something's contaminated and then boom wow. now you have sour. completely sour beer so um you know when, when you're brewing being clean is you know imperative it's the number one thing right um especially when you're brewing sours you have to take extra precautions to be sure that your stuff is clean and you don't have any bacteria sit, sitting left over i did not know that <laughs> No, well, I guess there's a question. I, I guess I could. Have, is there places in DMV that uh, people can can get uh, liquid intrusion? Not yet. However, um, if you go check out our website, livecobeer.com, we are actually still in the um, process of selling stickers. Okay. So if you purchase a sticker, um, you'll get a pack up of the complimentary core four. Uh, our cream ale, our lemongrass saison, nice. our plum basil farmhouse ale, and our African queen and her seven seas IPA. You get a lifetime um, discount code. So, you know, you can go and purchase more uh, stickers, or if you choose to um, purchase merch at any of the festivals that we are, your uh, lifetime code will be good for that. You'll also receive a welcome letter thanking you for, for your purchase. And you'll also receive, I feel like I'm forgetting something. Um, comic book. Oh, the comic book, of course, yes. Drew has a vast collection of vintage comic books and um, we're gonna get, get that signed off and that'll be good for discount um, when our brick and mortar opens as well. You just giving away book comic books? Vintage yeah, comic books? Vintage? Yeah. I mean, I got Doctor Strange, I got Hold on, why? Over here, I got all types of stuff, man. Oh man, I feel like you should keep them. Right. Well, oh no, we we've checked them. We've checked. Them. Okay. <laughs> 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 That's not worth nothing. If he got enough, if he has enough to know, if he has enough to give him away, he definitely knows how much the ones he's keeping. That yeah. we, we got a we got a, a bunch of doubles and quadruples and stuff yeah. like that. But then also, um, we signed the first page, so it's not like you can actually take it and go sell it. It's definitely. Oh, yeah. And I mean, if Lipco blow when y'all blow up, I'm getting the even double money, Doctor Strange right. money and Lipco money. 
Yep. That's how I feel. That, that, it went from 500 to 1,000. There we go. <laughs> but no, um, it like the comic books is like, you know, well, the whole package is our biggest thank you because anybody that, that purchased a sticker right now, you're definitely just taking a gamble of supporting us and we truly appreciate it. But we want to make sure um, you're getting your bang worth your buck. Um, the biggest thing out of this, aside from the core four is going to be the lifetime discount code because the more that we grow you get to grow with us right mm -hmm. um and getting in now with this lifetime discount code just like how my wife said um we do plan on releasing merch and some swag and all that stuff come barrel, barrel and flow time you can use that either at barrel and flow or if you go to our website and purchase just type in your code and go from there mm -hmm. um we highly encourage our beer friends like how we said earlier um to be beer friends so pass it on if you have a discount code and when we close our um lifetime discount code sign up at, at the moment you can share yours to your to your beer friends to say hey you should really try this from libco um give them your code and we're actually doing a point system of how many times your, your code gets used and you'll qualify for exclusive merch or exclusive giveaways um as well so it's us one like i said making a, a bang worth your buck but also trying to help spread awareness to to the community as well too because um the greatest promotion is is word of mouth right, absolutely sound like every is gonna need that comic book <laughs> <laughs> what's the name of that website libcobeer.com libco beer.com if you go to the contact section sign up to our newsletter um we'll be we'll she have, have something coming out later on this month just so you know you know where we are and what we're doing and what we got going on um and then from there if you go to the shop section pretty much purchase a sticker and everything that we just said is it will be uh shipped to you in the mail and um shipping very fast um shipping is included shipping well. is included as well yep mm -hmm. there it is nice nice um, i like this right. i like right. this i'm buying me a sticker <laughs> and 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 that's right. our thing like appreciate that like for real Lou, like we really do but like that's our thing like while we're sitting here dealing with the hiccups of you know our state and all that stuff we're not stopping you know and this is helping us uh when we do go to market um we're actually starting out with contract brewing um we're going to do a farming system so we'll start out with the african queen first mm -hmm. um we will start that at a, at a small contract level and then we'll farm that up to 20 barrel uh um batch and then we'll go back to our smaller contract and introduce like say the plum basil or the saison farm that back up and then just keep following suit until the the entire core four is out there yes and, um we have we see all two uh a uh our stout uh for for q1 q2 um is going to be our strange fruit shandy um our um Cream ale is the base of it, and we use a bunch of tropical fruits with it. Um, the meaning behind the name is that we wanted to uh, pay homage to the Strange Fruit song by Nina Simone. Um, that was very big, big for us. The logo is a pineapple that's cut open, but the inside is actually a watermelon uh, rind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so Strange Fruit Candy um, coming into the uh, it is <laughs> when it comes out to the uh, October season um we have our solo season i'll, I'll let my wife explain that one. <laughs> so when you get ready for those cooler times um that's when our um fair weather we feral skin uh counterparts they might start wearing their knee-high boots and <laughs> their flannel shirts and their vests and things and you know 
that's when the pumpkin spice latte start coming out. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. As a, a homage to that, um, the can art we actually have is a silhouette of uh, Han Solo mm -hmm. and the uh, Millennium Falcon because the boots remind you of Han Solo. You got your solo boots on. So <laughs> our uh, <laughs> we call that um, pumpkin ale our, our solo season. Solo season. I like uh -huh. it. That is our uh, that is our liquid we're expecting to get our first uh, cease and desist and from. Once we get our right. first, <laughs> you made, you made it, it, it right. We <laughs> cannot wait. Lucas so is looking at you now. <laughs> <laughs> now they know exactly what to prepare for. It. Right. But um, no, it's it's a really good uh good pumpkin ale. Um, I'm actually a fan of them. I love them. Um, this one is a little bit more in the darker color. Um, we didn't want to be like, you know, everybody else is where they're super light and super amber and all that stuff. We wanted to make sure that you really get full flavor out of it. Um, we use a little bit of lactose in there, uh, to try to give you that dollop of, you know, whipped cream on a slice of pumpkin pie. So, um, our biggest thing is that we wanted your taste buds to register that you're actually drinking a slice of pumpkin pie. Because mm -hmm. nowadays, some breweries, they'd be putting some weird stuff in their pumpkin nails. Just gonna be honest with you. Like I had one that had lemon zest in it. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> is lemon even a fall fruit? Nah. It's it not a fall fruit. Balance. I mean, hey. it, it, I mean, it helps with a um a sweet potato pie. So maybe that's why they. they but we talking about hey. pumpkins, right? I know, but like, hey, hey, still got They're, the same prerogative. What they want to do? It's not something I would do with my recipe, but the hey. liquid did not prevail. I would just ask Not them. I would just ask them what was their dream and their vision and what they were looking for. <laughs> Lip co owner drew versus the drinker drew. You know, uh, Your humbleness yeah. is, is really there. I see the humbleness. That's good. Keep it up. Yep. I, I, I've humbled my ways, you know. But um, from there, um, our winter L is a holiday L. Uh, I, I used to be a big gambler before I got married. Um, it's called Flop Turn River. Um, so it's a uh, holiday ale brewed with apples, ginger, and cinnamon. I like that. I like that, so too. Those would be yeah. our seasonal. Uh, we'll introduce just those to the market once when our core four is on all 20 barrel batches and sustaining and doing great. Then we'll introduce those, you know, as a seasonal, um, get it while it's hot and then go from there. And then any rarity one-off collaboration or anything like that, you know, we'll find a time and a place to get those out, out to the markets as well, too. Um, and, you know, once when the core four is all at 20 barrels and those are all sustaining, that's when we'll start looking at brick and mortar and going from there. When you uh, talk about your brick and mortar space, do you have like a, a air? I know it's going to be um, in PG County, but do you have an area or a land that you already have or are looking at or? How's that going for you? We do know that we want it to be in Brandywine. Um, be, you know, like we said, with a lot of the breweries, they're um, in central to northern PG County. There's nothing south um, in southern PG County and in the southern part of the state. So um, we do have a idea of where we want to want it to be. Um, luckily, our county actually just finished um, going through a uh, rezoning period. So that's now complete. Um, but now we're dealing with uh, elections. Um, mm. The person that is um, running, well, he's trying to rerun for the same district that we're in. Um, but we just have to wait until the dust settles with the elections before we go back and reintroduce ourselves. Okay. Okay. Mm. 
I also like to say um, on this website is very, very functional. Uh, the shipping's free, guys, and the sales tax. There is sales tax in Maryland, but not for me. So I don't know if y'all <laughs> gonna get sales tax. But I'm not getting. It. Is that because? Yeah, it's, Delaware's it's, left. Yeah, Delaware's left. Okay, okay. Yeah. They only charge where it's going to, not where it's yeah. coming from. Got right. You. So okay. sorry, guys. Sorry. No shipping free though. Shipping free. <laughs> yep. Um, and the, the way that we ship, majority like the the closer your zip code is to ours, it dictates where it is. So like people who like if Lou, if you order right now, it's probably going to be next day shipping. Um, All right. You get the so more. The more <laughs> out out west you get, um, anywhere between two to three days. Yeah. Okay. And they also give you an order number, and I'm assuming this order number is in order. Yes. 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 So I'm ten thousand seventy two. All right. Yes. <laughs> That's nice. That's a good um, number. <laughs> it is. I like it. I'm gonna take it. Shit. Right. I meant to go ask this earlier, but I forgot. In terms of the uh, the color. Like the color scheme for your logo and even the colors on the t-shirt like where's that is there significance in the colors or mm, good question Rob. oh okay well <laughs> um so with our company turning into i would guess you could say it's more family oriented because um we're husband and wife going into business um then we brought in my father's <laughs> plum tree that has helped with one of our uh with the farmhouse ale We've kind of paid homage with, um, with, um, oh, okay. My mom is from Cincinnati. So with that being said, she is a Bengals fan. She is okay. a diehard Bengals fan. Who that? Who um, is it? Who they? It's who they, right? I didn't even know that was a team. I felt so bad because, you know, I've grown up, you know, watching the Bengals with her. And when they finally got to the Super Bowl, we're like, all right, we're doing this. We got mm -mm. the chili spread. We're, you know, putting stuff on the make it work. And then they fell apart. I was so hurt. So <laughs> second second place better than 30th place. What it used to right. be. Y'all y'all about to say y'all used to be 30th place a lot. <laughs> well, if, if Cincinnati never wins a Super Bowl again, at least she knows that Livco will win. There you there go. You go. <laughs> Look, you going to the Super Bowl in what August, September. You you're Pretty Super Bowl Indy 500 coming up. We're there. We're tell there. Joe tell Joe Burrow to meet you. Because that's <laughs> this it. That's it. It's all but um, but also. Also, uh, with the color scheme, um, the biggest thing, once again, it's all about being able to be seen yeah. when you're not seen. So mm -hmm. to have this bright ass orange on, you know, <laughs> it's it's definitely something to where, like, we can command a room no matter where we are. Right. Gotcha. Um, and that's that's the biggest thing. Like, we, I want to make sure that even the people that don't know about us will look and be like, well, damn, who is that brother in that, you know, caution sign orange? <laughs> 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 and then if I get lost in the crowd, if he gets lost in the crowd, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why the parent, that's why the parents wear them bright shirts so their kids can find them in the at yeah, Disney exactly. World. Yep. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> like, there's my husband; he's over there. Yeah. 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 Like, hold on one sec. Where's my? Oh, there. Oh, yeah. We're good. We're good. We're good. But yeah, so and, and that's our thing. And um, when we have different colorways, we have predominantly black, predominantly orange, predominantly white. Um, but it, it all works together. And also with like the Lotus, um, we definitely want to make sure um, next year we want to start paying homage to, you know, holidays, um, you know, certain things that's going on. So the, the, the color can always change. All right. All right. Uh, any more questions for uh, George? So you mean if the Bengals 
go back to terrible, y'all may be like Eagles colors or something. No, 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 no,
Oh my God. Oh my yeah, God. Are you still in, are you still in the NFC East? Yes. yes. Oh my God, oh, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. I'm so before, glad Devin's not here today. Be, before you click in, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm a diehard <laughs> Cowboys fan. Mm-mm. Stop the camera. <laughs> I'm out. I'm, out. No, I'm not coming back until we done. I'm going to be just a voiceover for the end. How dare you? How dare you? Hey, How long you been a Cowboys fan? I said, I said, we all have our flaws, right? All right. Yes, at least you and, know. And, and and you brought this on. You you did this. All right. You did this. I, I did. I did. You did. But uh, you. so so I, I do have my reasonings. Um, my mom's side of the family is from Birmingham, Alabama. So no pro team. Being born in '89, winning all the Super Bowls, kicking her team's ass, and then yeah, from there, you uh, didn't win no Super Bowls. You was like three. You wasn't a fan. Yes, I was. You was not I a was, fan. Your mama was, just dressed you in the gear. You was not was a fan. On my mama. You don't know nothing about no, no Michael winning. Irvin. I was Troy, Troy Aikman is a commentator on TV right now. That's how I know Troy Aikman. They don't know Troy Aikman is slinging that thing. Emmitt Smith was an Arizona Cardinal. Emmitt Smith was an Arizona Cardinal for you. What are you doing? His goddamn what are you doing? You broke his leg. Anyways, he just said uh, he just said I watched them win Super Bowls. <laughs> hey, My daughter hey, also right. watched the Eagles win a Super Bowl too. She was four. I, I will say this: uh, I am not going to talk to somebody that I cannot see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. I'm back then. I'm back then. <laughs> see, that's a stubborn Cowboys fan for you. You know what I'm saying? He can't talk to anybody. I'm here. I'm still here. Talk about, talk about my experience. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Well, I, I, I'm sorry but for no. your loss. I feel sorry for hey, you. Hey, like I said, we all have our flaws. Oh, I get it. You know what I mean? Um, but like for for me and my wife, like. With the whole sports thing, like I feel sorry for her team changing names because yeah. rivalry isn't nothing. It's not no. You know, I, I now have to feel forced to hate the Eagles. You know what I mean? So it is. You don't have to be forced. Come over here and hate us. No, right. no, no, no. The, the more hate just props us up even more. We the beast of the East. I'm telling you that right now. Well, that was cute. Okay. Eleven. Yeah, you never heard that one because y'all never been. That's why you never heard it because you never been. You never been. Hey, 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 bro, that's my wife. <laughs> Look, your wife is a Commanders fan. It's no holds barred when, when she call out Commanders. <laughs> yeah. Respectfully. Well, <laughs> respectful Again, I was trying to be PC. Yeah. <laughs> we, got, we got the hair up over here. You know what I mean? And did y'all really go with that Cowboys Indians theme thing back in the day? I only yeah. seen it on South Park. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I mean, it, it was it was a big robbery, and then you know, yeah. red, blue, call it what you want. You know what I mean? True, like it's true. it's right. it, it's it's just a it was always a big robbery. And, Yo, this know, is my uh, first time ever meeting a, a Cowboy and a Washington fan that like each other and hearing the intricacies of y'all's robbery. Because I don't fuck with y'all like that. So it's it's really like it's really interesting <laughs> to hear like the red and the blue. I never heard about the red and the blue. I yeah. just barely heard about the Cowboys and Indians. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we don't talk during those two games. It's like if I believe if it, my, yes. if my team score. I better not make a noise. <laughs> are y'all sitting together? Like, like, are y'all in the same room? Put down next to each other, wearing colors, eating chips, eating chicken, but not talking. You know what I mean? We'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> what about after the game? Is it after the game any friendly bets going on between the family? Y'all just don't don't say a fucking just- word. <laughs> if, they, if the Cowboys lose, don't say nothing you know, to me. Don't, no, quiet days. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. 
you know, right. she'll get finished kicking her feet and then she'll go upstairs and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when last time y'all beat the boys? When last time y'all beat them boys, Jasmine? Oh no. <laughs> I feel like it was this season. Hold on. I feel like y'all was the Redskins. <laughs> y'all were the Redskins. Yeah. Last time <laughs> but not so. And, but it doesn't make it any better either. My father is a Giants fan as well. So, oh, yeah. It's a lot it's going never, on. Did Cincinnati yeah. play the Giants in the Super Bowl? No. That was no. San Francisco. That was San yeah, Francisco. That was San Francisco. Yeah, that, yeah. I, I want to say the last time that they went to the Super Bowl was their first time. So yeah, I think yeah. it was the year Drew was born. <laughs> I don't remember. I remember the Cowboys winning. Anyways, but uh, <laughs> you do not remember that. You read it in a book. You read it in a book and seen it on NFL films. I was being impressed. You were not there. Whole scenario. I remember. You are a smart baby, then. This genius, this genius baby over here. That's funny. Oh man. Um. So yeah, football gets gets very very real in this house. Uh, and the same aspect, like. Even prior to us being Libco, like we have like four tap, four tap beer system downstairs. So like everybody knows like the Super Bowl party is going to be over here. Yeah. Um, we do prop bets, all that stuff. So like we're very big on on the sports. So can I, one more question about football, and we can move on if y'all would like. Um, when the Eagles go to the Super Bowl this year, could I come down to the Super Bowl party? No. <laughs> fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That, that's you're not about to come in my house, talk all this shit, drink all my shit, and eat all my shit. And then leave. Leave. <laughs> and I'm gonna sing. I'm gonna sing a lot of uh, Eagles chants along the way. No, see, see, and that, see, see. Rob, no, when we mean, going down? When we going down to live coach, Rob? We going down to live coach. Every time you see me, I'm gonna have a jersey on now. <laughs> Every time you see me, no, I'm gonna have something with Eagles on that. Y'all, y'all are more, more than welcome to come down whenever sure. y'all want to. Appreciate you, know, you and bro. We can talk shit on football Sundays and go from there. I'm all about it. Basketball, yeah, you know, other sports, we're good on, but football, we it's don't serious. see eye to eye. It's serious, yeah. Okay. Serious. Right. Are you a, a Bullets fan, Jasmine? Bullets, really? <laughs> wow, we took it real way back. Now. I mean, all no, y'all watching teams be changing your name. Y'all be changing your names all the time. Hey, I man, we're, we're, we're Gilbert Arenas fans. Pew, pew. You know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> no, joking, joking. No, they were so good we, back then, though. That was a good they team. Were, they were. They were. Like that, that was a good team. Though. They just had to just deal with LeBron and the Cavaliers that we got in here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what you going to do? We like, so we like Wizards. Um, I'm I am a big Laker fan because I'm a big Kobe Bryant fan, so take that for what it is. Um, we like our nationals in baseball. Yeah, we were we root for the uh the Capitals in, in hockey, and we are NASCAR fans as well. Big time NASCAR fans. Mm-hmm. Is NASCAR Remember. heavy in DC area? Is no, heavy? it is not. Family from Alabama. But, yeah, that's because okay. yeah, we okay. southern roots. So because yeah. that you know Delaware has a, a race, two races a year. Yep. Yep. We got yep. a big old mm-hmm. track. Mm-hmm. Dover, yeah, yeah, coming in those, yeah, because that's I think that's the closest one to you guys, right? Yeah, it's been a, yeah, on, we're in between Dover and Richmond, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, true, true, that's true, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been on, on our docket to get up there. We've talked to some friends that live up there, and it was like, yo, you need to get up here a couple days before the race actually starts because yeah. yes. is, is miserable. It's yeah, ridiculous. It is, it is no, nobody from where we stay goes that way during never. that time, never, nope. never, because it's right on. The uh the major highway in Delaware, so you can't yeah. get from north to south without going past that track. And mm-hmm. front for like a 10-15 mile spot where that track radius is, it's a parking lot. Oh, like wow. people walking faster than they were driving. 
<laughs> well, well, you know, maybe you know you can let us rest our head at, at your place. You know, I'll, I'll wear the the Cowboys gear. I'll wear my Cowboys onesie. No, that's not. I'll definitely if you're gonna wear a onesie and I can take a picture of it, you could do it. You can come to my house. You can wear that. <laughs> hey. But I will definitely, I definitely uh have a nice Eagles towel for you to wash your body in. Oh no! Yeah, I have, I'll make have some Eagle soap. You know, I mean, <laughs> everything, everything. Oh, right, just the whole, I may paint. I may paint my. I may paint the room you stay in green. Just it's going back with you anyway. So you do whatever you want. With it. It's, yours. it's yours now. Going in trash, my brother. I'm sorry. You do that. Yo, the hay is real up there. The hay is really real in that house for the Eagles. Y'all are terrible. Terrible. Oh, what do we do to y'all? Just winning. Just winning. It hurts that bad. Just no, actually, it doesn't. It doesn't. Y'all are just like, don't get me wrong. When when y'all were playing the Patriots in the Super Bowl, yes, I had to unfortunately root for y'all, and I was sick to my stomach. But <laughs> in that same aspect, you know, just like not every. I have a couple Eagle fans that are best friends and all that stuff, and I just like to jaw with y'all. But yeah. like y'all entire fan base, and y'all are like the anomaly. But y'all entire y'all fan base rough. is hard. Yeah, yeah they are aggressive. We tough. You know but you know what? We get a bad, we actually get a bad rap. Like fan fan is short for fanatic, and everybody has some ter- like Raiders in San Francisco games, a person dies every time yeah. they play. Yeah, you'll never see nobody die at the Eagles Cowboys just because at the veteran stadium they had jail underneath the stadium. Don't yeah. he had a jail though? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. that's my thing. Listen, like- other people should have jails because people be getting arrested at these stadiums every day. I every mean- day. You, you that te- I bet you that Texas Stadium down there. I bet you it's heavy security. Now, we, the, and then they just they just take y'all to jail. We could just walk you to jail. It's easier. We we <laughs> we've had some experiences at uh, FedEx Field. Um, we we left out of the club level, and that year a cowboy fan got stabbed. Mm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but we ain't hear about that. <laughs> we ain't hear about that. You know, it's it's subtle with us. Like y'all just be, you know, y'all, 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 y'all <laughs> stabbing the subtle. Yeah, stabbing. Y'all, y'all be up there. Like who y'all play? Minnesota in, in the playoffs up there in Philly, and y'all yeah. pelting them with full beer cans. Who does that? I don't remember that happening. I don't remember I do. that happening. <laughs> I definitely don't remember that happening. But y'all I do remember there, when like, we went to the Super Bowl and we were in Minnesota that people were throwing cans at the bus. I remember that. Minnesota fans, because you did it to Minnesota earlier that year. I don't believe it. We did it two weeks earlier, and we crushed them too. We won yeah, the Super Bowl that year. Literally, with beer cans, you crushed them because the band- <laughs> you can't even have beer cans in the stadium. You can't even put beer cans in the stadium, Drew. I'm not going to let you bastardize my Eagles right now. It was in line to get into the stadium. Oh well, that's fair. That's fair. You shouldn't be. No, 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 no. Protect yourself. Protect yourself at all times. Always protect yourself. That's what the boxer, the referee, say in the ring. You coming into the ring? You you a foreigner? I don't go to no. I don't go to no FedEx Field or no Cowboys Stadium unless I'm crewed up. Because I may get stabbed, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a full beer can, though, like just pelting people. It's not that, a knife. Like... It's definitely not a knife. It still hurts the same. It still hurts the same. <laughs> I don't know. Stitches in the. Mm, well, you got a point. Stitches in a concussion. Yeah, stitch in right. a concussion. You know. Yeah. But if I stab you, you lose the blood. Then you die. Attempted <laughs> murder. Oh, all right. Well, if, if I get hit with a beer can and I don't see it in the back of my head and I fall out and I just black out and I, and I die. Describe keeping your head on the swivel. Didn't we just say keep your head on the swivel at all times? Hey, 
Lou, Lou, Drew. we're gonna we're gonna agree to disagree. But we, this we year's uh, football yeah. season is going to be great because I, I can't wait to text you. I can't wait to text you for two times a year. Just these two times a year, I'll be texting you the whole. I will definitely be texting you, Jasmine. I'll be texting you two times a year as well. Oh, I just ain't gonna answer. Yeah, it don't matter. It'll be on red. I know that you've seen it. I know that you've seen it. And I do keep my read receipts on. I do. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Libco and y'all personal accounts. I'm gonna go all of it up. Don't let us win. Don't let us win. It's a nonstop. Oh shit! All right, well, it's, it's definitely going to be some uh, football Sundays at the brewery, so for sure, for sure, for sure. Thank you guys, man. Y'all been great. Yeah. All right, Even all right. Well, I want to thank uh, Jasmine and Drew for coming on to the podcast. Thank you, thanks, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate that. Oh, he's Lipco now. He's Lipco Drew now. Uh, before we go, we always like to know how people can find everyone on the social media. So how can they find all about uh, Libco? Uh, yeah, whoever wants to. On Instagram and Twitter, we're at Libco2021, L-I-B-C-O-2021. Again, that's Instagram and Twitter. On Facebook, we are Lip, uh, Liquid Intrusion Brewing Company. Um, if you want to reach us by email, we are jasmine at libcobeer.com and andrew at libcobeer.com. That's where I'm um, sending the eagle stuff. Oh, <laughs> I got the emails now. I'm sending it to you. God damn it. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. I'm sorry. Keep going. Keep going. But no, uh, generic uh, questions or football, uh, you know, uh, memes, send it to info at libcobeer.com. <laughs> and some, somebody somebody will eventually get to it. No, joking. Eventually. Eventually. Depending on who sent it. Yeah. Uh, Andrew at, at libcobeer and Jasmine at libcobeer. Um, and yeah, like I said, Twitter's and the Facebook, all that jazz. Um, we just can't say thank you enough for the opportunity to, to come in on your podcast. We're avid listeners. Um, we like everything that you all do for the industry. Um, our biggest thing is like for us as a brewery, yes, we're trying to be the black owned brewery, but we're all in this together. Um, whether it's the influencers, whether it's the hot growers, the malt growers, the chemists with the yeast and all that stuff, we need to see people, women and people of color in all aspects of the beer industry. Um, because we all help each other and you know whatever it is that we can do for the Bruce and banner podcast by all means reach out um as long as it's non-ego related we got you <laughs> same here exactly we're, what you said the we're, same we would like y'all to be the official brewers of our eagles parties yeah <laughs> I, I actually wanted to collab with them to buy a eagle, to make an eagle beer we can't make an eagle beer with y'all y'all don't want to do that we, we can make a north american eagle beer <laughs> I don't even know what that is, man. I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what kind of an eagle, man. He, he lives in Philly. <laughs> I saw a bald eagle in Oklahoma. <laughs> as, but, as you should. As you should. We, we can work something out. I, I am always big on, you know, like once again, I used to be a very big gambler. So I am willing yeah. to you know, bet some beer and all that stuff. So. <laughs> And uh-huh. yo, out of respect for y'all's hate for the Eagles, we could do a different beer. We just appreciate that. <laughs> we'll, we'll make a Thank different you. beer. Thank we'll just you. talk Thank shit you. about the Eagles the whole time, won't we, Rob? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right, all right uh, Lou, how can they find you? Oh, y'all know where to find me, man. My name is Lou Belgium, and guess where I be at? On them Instagram. <laughs> Uh, yo, you can find me on IG at I am three zero two Y O D A. All right. You can find Bruising Banter Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Anywhere you listen to the podcast, you can even say, Alexa, play Bruising Banter Podcast because we are on Amazon Music. And, of course, the other brand, other brands, Pod, uh, Pandora and uh, 
I heart. Energy comes down so much yeah, when you so talk much about you Don't even say them no more, man. Right. Like, fuck you, man. We said on all streaming platforms. <laughs> right. Most people don't check out those other streaming platforms. Listen, so I have to let them know. But the way you say it, uh, I don't think I heard that on Pandora and I heard. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's better. Yeah. That was better than the, the low energy. Like, yeah, you know, we on iHeart and Pandora. Sometimes he be forgetting what it is. He be like that Fuck one it. that start with the P. <laughs> I don't know. If you want to uh, talk to me, there it is. Rob say bruising on IG. Bing, 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 bing. Uh, you can also go to cheers at bruisingbanter.com if you got comments, questions, advice. If you got advice or you got want to give advice or you want to get advice, you can definitely email us. You want to shout out to Dev at Dev. Uh, Dev's Dev drinks crab brew. Dev stay bruising. <laughs> Dev drinks crab brew at uh, Bruising Banter as well. Uh, this has been episode 166. I want to again thank our guests for coming on and Liquid Intrusion Brewing. Thank you, guys. My secret is May the liquid always prevail. Right, always. Right. Liquid, always prevail. Until next time. Have a good week, everyone. Yeah. Early in the morning, late at night. Best song ever.